Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Naked Gaming Podcast with me, Chris Barrow. Now, thanks to Alex Rose for co-hosting the show for the last couple of episodes, although he has been banished temporarily because he admitted that he'd never played a Final Fantasy game. Disgrace. Have a listen to this. I'm sure that you played Final Fantasy X as well growing up. Um, you know what, Chris? You've embarrassed me now. Oh, I've yeah, never no. played no. a single no. Final Fantasy game ever. Uh, this month, he's been replaced by my future wife and fellow gamer, Lee Milner. Yeah, Hello, Lee. Hey. Much better. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> You're trained well. Well, exactly. This is a bit weird. This doesn't look like our house at all. It's quite. Actually, it's clean, which is. Wow. You know, it, yeah, it makes a difference. I take no responsibility for that, as you know. <laughs> So tell us a bit about your gaming history. What have you been playing? Where did you start off playing as a kid? Okay, so I must have been about seven or eight when my mum and dad bought my first ever console, which was the Sega Mega Drive. Sega. Has to be the best console ever. What sort of games? Because I had the Sega Mega Drive. It was it was legendary. All right, so we had Sonic. Yeah. We had uh, Street Fighter. Yes, some altered beast have you heard of that altered beast is the is the really brutal one that i'm pretty confident is an eight but i think it might have been an 18 oh well i didn't uh, (laughs) what were my mum and dad thinking when they bought me (laughs) here you go darling altered beast well yeah well this is the reason why i am today basically explains quite a lot if i'm honest um but then um as i grew up i played on the playstation the nintendo uh, Game Boys, remember them? Oh, Love man. Game Boy. Which I, one? Uh, color and original. In fact, I still play the color version on the tube. I know, but you, what's weird is that you play the color, but you don't have a backlight. It's all right. No, you, because you're squinting on the tube, and everyone's looking at you like, "Are you well?" <laughs> I thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you are well, apparently, and you're just playing Pokemon because that's what you like to do. I just absolutely love it, and it has okay. to be the red version. Why red? In my head, I think it's easier. Well, even though I'm, they're identical, except that you get... Obviously, as a, as a very spoiled child, I right. had red, yellow, gold, silver to choose from. Silver? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I had, yeah. I had y- yellow and red. And you have three brothers. Although so... we did all have red and they had okay. blue. And we all had our own Game Boy. Oh, all right then. So, just saying. There was one Very stage good. in our lives where we had uh, four PlayStation 2s in our what? house. I'm just saying. You know? Oh my goodness, you were extremely privileged as a child. Yeah, it was all we did. <laughs> <laughs> Hence this podcast, everybody. Hello. Here we are. Uh, so in good practice for our future married life, Lee, please tell me what we're doing today. Okay, so the Naked Gaming Podcast aims to basically look at gaming news as well as reviewing the latest releases. If you missed last month's episode, we talked about gaming addiction and what you can do about it say that you recognise that gaming is important to them, but that there needs to be a balance of activities. 
And this month... I'll be looking at some breaking news around the next generation of consoles, including the latest on the PS5. And what Xbox have planned, which involves getting your games without a disc. Also, did you hear about the guy who played the same game of Minecraft? Yeah. Five years he played the same game. Uh, he finally got killed by a spider. No! It, when you watch this clip, and I'll play the clip later on, okay. it's kind of heartbreaking. Okay. Like five years worth of one game. And it's like a hardcore mode, so you, you know, if you die, you die. That's it. Because it's Minecraft, can you actually see him? Can you see, like... He's yeah, yeah, yeah. So what? What? Because crushed when he's streaming, there's a video oh, looking at his face, no. and then him dying in the game. I want an action replay. Yeah, well, we'll hear the action replay. <laughs> later. Uh, it's pretty terrifying, um, kind of horrendous. But yeah, you saw that, and and he's found time after being crushed to be on the show. So we look forward to that. And from being crushed to Pokemon Detective Pikachu, no relation there at all. But <laughs> I liked it. What on earth are you trying to do there? <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> Goes from something sad uh, to something, something happy. much happier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's been released in cinemas. And apparently scientists discover that if you played Pokemon as a child, a part of your brain stores away that information forever. This is amazing. This is, this is the kind of science that we need. But this is, they, apparently they say that your brain is like a Pokedex and that a part of your brain will genuinely remember all the Pokemon specifically compared to other sorts of information. Right. On another on another day, right. we're going to test you oh, and see how many, how many how many Pokemon can you name in one minute of the of the original one hundred. Ori- oh yeah, of course. There's yeah. Nobody, I mean, messes. nobody knows them. Apparently, there's a thousand Pokemon now. Let's do that okay. next month. We'll do that. All right then. Uh, we also saw the film. Um, I keep getting confused. What it's called? It's called Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. It's not called Detective Pikachu Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, so we saw that film, Best Hot Dog of All Time, just to let you know, everybody. The best. It was good, wasn't it? All the onions, all the mustard. But what was the bits on it as well? That was nice. I don't care. Crunchy bits. <laughs> gone. <laughs> Not bothered. Bye. All gone. Uh, as for new releases this month, uh, I've nearly finished Telltale's The Walking Dead series. I've been planning to review it this month, but season three out of four has been really really tough going so i'm not quite there but we will stay with the undead to look at the zombie survival horror shooter days gone which is the one with the motorbikes Mm. and the zombies Uh, there's also the imaginatively named sequel to rage that's called rage 2 post-apocalyptic well done on that one what oh oh, i see i thought you were clapping me for reading words (laughs) which which i do like so thank you Uh, a post-apocalyptic first person shooter it's just been released uh you've been playing them in fact you played rage before i did yep retro revival this month because alex rhodes has been banished um i forced him to go and play final fantasy 7 to atone for his sins (laughs) this is a bit of what happened oh i've got a massive sword it's definitely one of the funniest things i've heard for quite some time so don't miss that later on and if you'd like to get in touch remember you can always email gaming at nakedscientist.com let's start by looking at some news around the playstation 5 and xbox as well with our gaming news reporter <coughs> what do you want all oh, right sorry our gaming correspondent Okay, Lee Milner. Well, imagine a console that actually doesn't need discs. So none of this or this. Well, it's happening. Microsoft has finally announced the new Xbox One S 
all digital edition, which will look exactly the same as the current Xbox One S console, except it won't have a drive. Due out on the 7th of May, the makers want the £199 device, which isn't too bad, uh, will appeal to basically people who have grown up without discs. So unfortunately, that's not us, Chris. So sad, so sad. Far too old. Mm -hmm. So it will have the same technology as current models. It'll have a one terabyte hard drive. So approximately enough room for 20 to 25 games. And as a bonus, they're being really nice here. It's going to be pre-installed with Minecraft. Forza Horizon 3 and Sea of Thieves. And if that's not enough, it will also come with a discounted subscription to the Xbox Game Pass, which offers a library of more than 100 games for a monthly fee. But you know that, of course. But if you're not an Xbox fan like me, you'll be pleased to hear that Sony has finally released the first details about its next PlayStation console. I'm so excited. (laughs) And this one actually uses discs. So, you know, they're sticking with that. But that's that's fine. Um, You know, gamers like me have been waiting patiently to find out more information about this. What we do know is that it's going to be much faster, more powerful, and it's going to include improved audio. So, for example, because of its high-speed, solid-state hard drive, that means it will dramatically reduce things like loading times. 3D audio will also be a big feature. Great for when you're playing those zombie games, Chris. And best of all, you'll still be able to play all of your favourite PS4 games on the new console. So, thank goodness we can still keep Spyro. But don't expect to buy me one this year. You'll have to wait until at least next year to see it on the shelves. Nicely done. Thank you, Lee Milner, our gaming correspondent. Just one thing to mention as well, actually, which um, we saw this week. Microsoft and Sony have formed a partnership on video game streaming. This is really, really weird because they're such massive competitors. Um... We expect Sony to use Microsoft's Azure cloud service to host its upcoming PlayStation streaming service. Mm, which is, that it's is kind bizarre. of a weird idea because, you know, there's such strong rivals, like I say, you know, to collaborate on something like that is odd. Two big forces coming together. Yeah, so you'll have to look out. Yeah, I will. I'll look out for that one. Because it so, Pokemon Detective Pikachu was released in cinemas this month. We both saw it and we mentioned the quality of the hot dog as well, but mm. as a film, Good. I loved it. It's I good, mean, it? it's got a cute Pikachu in there. As it's Ryan got... Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Don't don't yes. say what you're going to say about Ryan Reynolds. No, so. no, no. So it's got Ryan Reynolds. You like Ryan who Reynolds. I love okay. Ryan Reynolds. Thanks very much indeed. Um... Ooh, out of time, out of time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was great. It, it was great, wasn't it? Good film, yeah. Here's the trailer for the film. I remember. You wanted to be a Pokemon trainer when you were young. Yeah, that didn't really work out. Oh, jeez. Here we go. I know. You can't understand me. But put down the stapler or I will electrocute you. Well, scientists at Stanford University have identified a Pokemon region of the brain. Yeah, they scanned the brain, possibly using beams that were super effective, and they managed to show a region of the brain that responded strongly to information about Pokemon. It's like really having your very own Pokedex. It's crazy, really. Well, the detail is that neuroscientists from Stanford University recruited 11 Pokemon masters, you know, people who said... I understand Pokemon, I know all the Pokemon, I've grown up with it. They also had 11 Pokemon newbies, so people who'd never played before. What they did was they then monitored part of their brain, which is apparently called <clears throat> Occipito Temporal Sulcus. 
Well done. Thanks very much indeed. Uh, this brain region was activated more strongly in gamer brains when they were presented with Pokemon pictures than those who'd never played before. And Jesse Gomez is one of the neuroscientists who led the research. You know, it turns out that as humans, we're very social creatures. Um, and so we're very good at things like recognizing each other's faces. Um, and in childhood, we learn how to read and we get very good at reading. It turns out that these skills that we you know, perfect in our childhood actually have a lasting impact on our brain. Um, and in our visual cortex, especially, we develop these regions in the temporal lobe, kind of just behind our ears that help us recognize things like faces and words. What's interesting to us, though, as neuroscientists, is that these brain regions always kind of pop up in the same brain folds across people. And so that's still kind of a an interesting mystery to us. Um, and, you know, the most definitive way to go about figuring out why they're organized the way they are and to kind of differentiate the theories is to, you know, have people become an expert with a new visual stimulus that's kind of different from faces and words and see if you get a new brain region. So it turns out Pokemon were excellent because they were something that kids learned in childhood. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, it was like this natural experiment that happened in the 90s that I realized would have been like, you know, it's going to be like a perfect experiment. So um, that's why we ended up using Pokemon. And people just happened to be learning this because they were really keen to learn about Pokemon. And, and it just so happens that that's useful for your research, which is quite amusing to me because people really wanted to learn all of, well, 150, 151, two of the original Pokemon, you know. Yeah. And yeah, the, the game was perfect because it was very motivated. Even the TV show, if you remember it, yeah, of you know, kind of motivated you for recognizing them. They would have like black silhouettes and be like, who's that Pokemon? And yeah. so it was kind of this crazy like environment that just really motivated people for like knowing all these intricate differences between these hundreds of visually similar things. Um, and what was super useful is that Nintendo just kept cranking out these games and the Pokemon company just kept, you know, cranking these games out. And so now there's almost a thousand, I think, by the end of this year. And so it's, yeah, um, yeah, it's incredible. It's interesting that because obviously it shapes part of the brain, this this uh, learning experience, the desire to learn all the Pokemon. Um, is there some evidence because, you know, parents will always say my, my parents used to say to me as a kid, if you watch too much TV, if you play too many computer games, your eyes will go square. It will melt your brain, stuff like this. Is there any evidence that actually this is a bad thing? That, that your brain is being shaped by a game, by a cartoon series? I think parents' worry was that if they're watching TV or playing video games, then like they're not learning math, they're not doing homework. And I think that's probably where a lot of that fear comes from. Mm. Um, and I know there was a craze, especially in the 90s, like there's violence in video games and it's like affecting people. And, you know, I, I don't think there's ever been a definitive study to show that there was anything negative about this. You know, if anything... I think it's very interesting because it suggests that at least in visual cortex where we were studying, you know, it's capable of representing more visual stimuli than we thought. Because previously people have observed, you know, special regions for like words, faces, numbers, bodies, and places, like things that are important for us to recognize. And um, so the fact that you can get an additional one suggests that the brain's, you know, capable of more than we thought. And we're probably just limited by you know, how much time you have to experience stuff in childhood. Gotcha. Okay. And, and are you a Pokemon fan yourself? I mean, or is it just something that happened to be perfect for what you were looking at? Yeah. No, I, I was a huge Pokemon fan. I think that's what helped kind of motivate the 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 thought of why it would work. Because the original experiment that motivated it was done in monkeys, and they kind of taught monkeys new, like Helvetica characters and Tetris figures and showed that they get new brain regions. Um, 
and I was like, oh, this would be really cool to do in humans, but, you know, like trapping kids in a lab for like, for what could potentially be hundreds of hours to teach them a new experiment would just wasn't feasible. And um, so for a few days, I was kind of bummed. And then, you know, I still play Pokemon because they come out, you know, they still come out with games and I watched the movie and, and everything. And it was just, yeah, it just dawned on me. I was like, oh my God, this, you know, like the 90s already did this experiment. This is perfect. Jesse Gomez and that work has been published this month in the journal Nature Human Behaviour. Busy night, but there's always room for another. Now you might have seen the video, but this was the moment that Filza, also known as Philip Watson, died after playing a single game of Minecraft for five years. <laughs> no! Really? That's how I die? Oh my god, I'm stupid. Oh, a baby zombie. It's kind of heartbreaking to listen to. It's even worse to watch. Uh, but that video's had uh, millions and millions of views oh, online on Twitch. Oh. Have you ever... What's the longest you've played, do you think, and then died in your game? Because there was I mean, one... what, five minutes when it comes to a zombie game? No, Crash, looked... Crash Bandicoot. Oh, no, no I'm good at Crash no, Bandicoot. You struggle on the bridge level. I know. I know, so sad, so sad. Um, but no, the, the longest I ever did was there's a game called Limbo, and there was a special achievement. It's like a two-hour game, and it said, mm-hmm. get through the game, and you can only die five times. You, you, you like, got bridges you to got, jump over yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, amount of lives. I got to four deaths, and I was on the last jump, and I missed... <laughs> An hour and 55 minutes. And what were you feeling at that point? Not as crushed as Philza. No, obviously not. But I was pretty no. crushed, to be honest. Yeah. So I can't imagine... We've all I... been there. But five years. Five yeah. years. That's longer than some people's relationships. It is. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Are we going to get there? <laughs> um, so the kind of mode Philza was playing means that his game is completely over. Five years of building in a world all gone. So we needed to find out more. It turns out that this was also, to make it worse, his first game of Minecraft. So we loaded up Minecraft. Oh, I think I'll play hardcore mode in Minecraft. Oh, the first ever game. Now dead. Uh, (laughs) He spent quite a long time creating a world. Oh, I was was really proud of Chaos Caverns. That was... um... That was basically like this big cavern that I dug up. It took like a year to finish. And inside there, uh, it was like, it was really like a big cave. And inside there, I created all these different uh, biomes, which are basically just areas in the world. So like the nether realm I made down there. I made uh, a dark oak forest. I made uh, the end realm down there. And basically just took all the hostile mobs I could get hold of and put them in there like a museum. (laughs) So they all had their own little sections. And I could just walk through and like see them like without getting hurt. I could just be like, hey, look, this guy, this guy, this guy. <laughs> so you, you basically you're starting to kind of master this very difficult mode because people die in this mode all the time. And I think I suppose the main thing to say about, you know, what people describe as the, the more hardcore mode is that it is really game over. You have to start again. Yeah, you just you, you have to say goodbye to that world. Um, the whole point of hardcore is you get one life. And when that life is done, when you die, that's it. You stop playing in it. I mean, I've seen the video. A lot, loads of people have seen the video of the moment where after five years essentially you do die in that world and it's it's kind of heartbreaking to watch oh it's rough it's rough it 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 was such like a surprise like i was i was just full of disbelief and then like depression and anger and in like the space of 20 seconds like you can you can really feel it i I guess just like something about it like resonated with people um and like really kind of like spread to all these different audiences like people who didn't even play the game couldn't understand like how like how hard that hit me <laughs> well you can see i think it's just something about the way you react and it's just you can see almost like 
crushing defeat <laughs> in your, like, and, and it's, it's awful to watch in one way but then you sort of think we've all been there and we've played games for a long time but i think it's just because of the sheer you know scale and, and the length and the, you know the scope of what you've actually done to have it taken away it's like oh man yeah so it was actually it was it was four things in total but three things mainly that happened so the things that hurt me uh that did physical damage were the zombie baby the fire from the zombie baby because i set him on on fire i was getting like i was getting fire damage uh that was my own fault it was my sword had like a fire enchantment on it um the s- skeleton which shot me that you don't really see but you can hear him he shoots me back into the spider and the spider finishes me off. So I think the spider hit me like twice uh, or maybe three times and then the skeleton hit me once. Uh, but the fourth thing that most people miss is the creeper. So the the creeper that I keep pushing back uh, was causing me to like kind of like switch between the creeper and the zombie baby. So I wasn't concentrating solely on killing the zombie baby. Um, and it was just causing a longer amount of time that I was taking damage from the fire. Because as soon as that creeper gets close enough, he's going to explode. So I kept on like push him back and then hit the zombie baby, and then push him back again and hit the zombie baby, and yeah, it just it really escalated after that. <laughs> Thanks to Philza, who says he's going to carry on playing in hardcore mode. Happy mining. Keep going, Philza. No, really. Time to look at new releases. Two this week. We'll start with Days Gone, which is a survival horror game with lots of zombies and a fair few motorbikes as well. We rode out of farewell. Without Sarah, I knew that we were leaving everything behind. You're afraid to be a part of something. We need you here, and that scares the hell out of you. Now, Lee, I'm interested to know what you made of this, because you're not really a fan of zombies so how was it playing days gone the zombie game you know what i loved it no way i really? absolutely loved it no yeah it's a little slow yeah but i think it has a really good storyline for a zombie game for uh, a zombie yeah the graphics <laughs> are good you know it actually gives you some time to get used to the controls when you're taking on hordes of zombies or in you know in this game they're called freakers which i think is a bit of a Weird. I didn't like that they were called freakers. I know what you mean. It's a bit, it's just an odd. But wait, just call them zombies. Just call them zombies. Or yeah. walkers, I don't mind, but yeah. Exactly. I think maybe for someone, though, who plays a lot of zombie games like you, yeah. I think you would have wanted to tackle those zombies much earlier in the game. Yeah, but it's exactly what I was thinking. But for people like me, and usually, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of having a meltdown yeah. right at the beginning, and I'm thinking, where's my weapons? I can't even get out of the door! <laughs> This had some pace yeah. and some time to breathe. So the fact that you can play a bit of detective at the start, you can track people down. Yeah, because there's quite a lot of tracking early on, isn't love there? It. Looking I at love footprints that. and stuff like that. It's much more than just killing dead guys. And yeah. for that, I'm going to give it a strong 8 out of 10. Really? So it could be better, but I liked it. See, for me, I don't know if you've played The Last of Us, which is it's kind of like not a million miles away, but there's no motorbikes in it. Um, but it was like The Last Sounds of Us. rubbish then. <laughs> you want the motorbike you like yeah, the motorbike loved it did you yeah uh, it was like a slow the last of us for me and you're right that like it, it takes a while to get into mm. it um i got a bit bored to be honest okay. during that time. i wanted it to throw the zombies at me thick and fast no. I wanted, you know people watch the video and the video sold you the game like oh there's a horde of zombies running at you you need to kind of be able to manage them and run away but i 
It takes so long. It takes like 30 hours to get to that point. And that's the pace I need. <laughs> Super slow. <laughs> um, yeah, freakers. I didn't like that they were called freakers. Uh, the humans were more dangerous than the undead. I kind of like that. You know, mm. the, the human bad guys were, yeah, they were, they were actually bad. pretty difficult to fight. But there was one thing that really annoyed me. And that was you get a lot of messages over the walkie-talkie from your mate it's who's, called, annoying, who's called Boozer. It's quite annoying. Right? Boozer keeps going... Are you okay? Oh, I'm just, I'm just not feeling very well at the moment. Oh, and I'm like, come on, mate, just shut up, just recover. I mean, it's not a spoiler yeah. to say he gets a bit injured early on. Yeah, those messages were driving me nuts. Yeah, shut up, boozer. No one cares. Shut up, yeah. boozer. Uh, so for me, if you want the definitive zombie game, you can get Left 4 Dead One or The Last of Us. I'd say probably get that over this. But for me, six out of ten. Uh, nothing that special, but solid. And it's available on PS4. Stop kidding around. Well, I was hoping to get Georgia Mills, who's out in South Africa, to review Harry Potter Go, which is the wizarding version of Pokemon Go that we played a little (laughs) bit when that came out. Uh, Apparently, it's been released in uh, beta there uh, and also in Australia, but she tried to download it. She changed her phone to the South African region from the UK uh, and now can't download any apps and oh. also hasn't managed to download the game. So oh. sorry for ruining oh, sorry. everything about your South African trip, Georgia. Wow. Don't feel that bad, though. <laughs> uh, so instead, we're going to review <laughs> Rage 2, which is the sequel to the first-person shooter Rage, which was released in 2011. Billions were gone in the blink of an eye. Tribes rose up. Alliances formed. Territory was conquered. There was no one left alive to tell you no. And in this wild, wide-open place, if you wanted something bad enough, it was yours for the taking. You see, in a world where there are no rules, insanity rules. I've played this one this morning, so I've had about an hour with it. I'm intrigued to know what you think about it. No, I think you should go first. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Um, I started off and I thought this was an awful game. I thought this was really boring. So it's a first-person shooter, right? Now, if you played Rage 1, it's quite funny. Mm. It's quite slick. Um, You get some quite fun weapons. You get something called like a wing stick where you throw this kind of um, almost like a three-pronged like Frisbee-type thing at enemies and it kills them and then it flies back to you and that's quite cool. Then you get to fire your guns. The first level, the tutorial essentially, was so boring. All the enemies were the same. Um, nothing, there was just nothing good about it. Uh, then I got past that and I got the shotgun and I did the first missions and I started to uh, enjoy it a bit more. You get overdrive, you get kind of excited. And then I thought, this is it's just a really boring game. So then I put on the Danny Dyer mode. Now, I don't know if you've heard about Danny Dyer mode. I didn't find the Danny Dyer mode. No, because it's not very well, uh, it's not very well listed, right? So okay. to get Danny Dyer mode, which is basically... Danny Dyer doing commentary over the top of your shooting and killing game, uh, you go to <laughs> cheats... And then you put on Diamond Geezer mode. I love it. All right, Geezer. Right, and it's exactly like that, except that they obviously only bothered to record about 20 minutes with Danny Dyer. Oh. So after five minutes, he starts saying the same thing again. Oh, oh you spilt a lot of crimson there, mate. Sorry about the Sorry. impression. There. <laughs> Who's that? You spilt a bit of crimson. It sounds like my dad. Yeah, it does sound like dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh. No Yorkshire accents. Oh. offend everybody in Yorkshire. That's a shame. Oh, dear. Um, so... It okay, started okay. to get acceptable when I got the shotgun, but after an hour's yeah. worth of play, I was basically bored of Danny Dyer 
and I don't know if I could continue to play. I found it really boring. So okay. for me, it's a it's like a four out of ten. I've got to agree. I think the storyline was so basic. Yeah, basic. Can but- I can I just add in because you've just reminded me. It is basic because yeah. loads of characters die around you in the yeah. beginning. You know, it's not really a spoiler. It's in the first ten yeah, minutes. Yeah. They go, oh, they've died. Anyway, oh, you, you your oh, auntie's no, no, died. Never mind. Never mind. It's, it's fine. What? You see, it loses that emotional, you know, touch, unlike the, the previous game. But I think it's, for me, it was also pretty full on at the start. It probably won't be for you. Uh, it was just all the all the bad guys were doing exactly the same thing. They looked the same. I was just like, Phew. yeah. I think the first person view is also a little bit awkward. Yeah, uh, smooth run. He does run smooth though. You can't yeah, argue with that. Yeah, but basically, if you just want to run around killing mechanical aliens without a clue what's actually going on exactly, or what yeah. you're actually meant to be doing, yeah. then this is the game for you. So I think Rage Two definitely gave me rage. Oh wow! Did you like that? I like that's a good review. Thanks. So not really my jam. I will give it a 5 out of 10. Okay, well, if you want it, you might bear repeat playing, but don't buy it for Danny Dyer mode. Uh, you can get it on Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. This is where we go old school in retro revival. Yes, Alex Rose has been banished because he's admitted he's never played a single Final Fantasy game. Surely you've played a Final Fantasy game. You don't admit now because I have to banish you as well. No. <laughs> wow. You can't banish me. No, I know that's the problem. I've got the ring on the finger, so I've got, I'm staying. I know you're going to be here next month. Whatever exactly, happens, exactly, exactly. But no, I haven't played a Final Fantasy game, so maybe that should be on the list. So, can Alex Rhodes redeem himself after this horrific admission last month? I'm not sure. Mm, it's going to take a lot, I think. <laughs> um, I bought him Final Fantasy VII, uh, and I asked him to play it. And then, what he's obviously done is gone out and gotten extremely drunk the night before. So here he is, sounding slightly hungover. Hello, Chris. Yes, I'm at home getting ready to play Final Fantasy. It's a retro game, so I thought I'd play it in a retro manner. Well, for me, anyway. I'm back at my parents' house where my PlayStation 4 is. I'm not quite in my uh, mum's basement. I'm in the living room, uh, sat in front of the telly in my dressing gown as it's a Sunday. Probably too much information, but let's uh, let's get going. Let's, I thought I'd go back to my gaming roots. I've never played a Final Fantasy game before. I don't really know what it's about. I think one of the characters is called Cloud... The bad guy's called Sephiroth, maybe? Okay, so... We've got new game, special movie, and additional credits. Let's go with new game. It's flashing up all the controls now. I'm never going to remember all that, but I'll pick it up. Right, I'm going to watch this cutscene, and I'll catch up with you when I've uh, got to grips a little bit with the controls. Okay, here we go, into the first battle. Right, oh, I've got a massive sword. Good. Do, uh, I've got attack, magic, or item. I thought it was turn-based, but it looks like it's happening at the same time. Hang on. Oh, he's bashed again. A magic uh, bolt. Let's do that. Boom. Smashed it. Uh, the, my character has massive thighs, I've noticed, and it's called Ex-Soldier. Level up. Used to be in, used to be in soldier. I don't think that's a mistranslation. I think that is the group. There's a group called Soldier. Two groups. Okay, so the Soldier and Avalanche. I think it's it's time based from what I can tell. If I don't, let me just experiment. So if I don't do anything, yeah, he will just continuously attack me. It's not like taking it in turns. It's kind of speed as well, which is interesting. He's dead as well. Take that. I celebrate with my massive thighs and the equally massive sword. 
I'm kind of with this team, this squad, but he's kind of annoying. His old cloud, he's a bit angsty. I'm enjoying it so far. It's lots of like changes of camera angle. The background and things are looking really nice. For the remastered version, they probably did more on the models than they did the backgrounds. The backgrounds probably look about similar and the models look kind of like this sort of chibi style, sort of blocky, but they look good. Oh, another encounter. This looks like the first boss encounter. What is this thing? It's got, it's almost like a big four-legged spider thing. He whacked me with his big scorpion tail. They over-explain sometimes, but this is, uh, I suppose, the other end of the spectrum where I've, I've been dropped in it a little and I don't really know what I'm doing in terms of the combat. Oh no, I'm getting chopped through here. Both characters down to low health. Has that done it? Ah, oh, they're both dead. Game over. I failed there. I thought at first, though, maybe this is a one where you have to lose, but clearly not. I've just failed. So that, um, that's me dipping my toes into the world of Final Fantasy, ending in horrendous failure, as to be expected. I'm enjoying it, you know? I think it's a good game. I'm going to definitely keep playing after I stop recording this. For me, I'd like a little bit more in terms of information on what I'm supposed to be doing. It's a remastered version, but it's clearly pushing itself, you know? This is making the most out of the console it was originally on. And the remaster is good, it looks good, it's bright and colourful, and you quickly get into it. The age definitely isn't a sort of barrier to enjoying it. It's it's good fun. Who knows, maybe this will be the... F uh, I'm going to properly get into the Final Fantasy series. Thank you, Alex. And if you've never played Final Fantasy VII, it's available now on the PlayStation Store for around £13. You can have a go at that, can't Bargain. you? Bargain. Yeah. You can buy that. That's it for this month. Lee Milner, future wifey. Yeah. <laughs> Did you enjoy it this month? And you have, by the way, you have to say yes because I need you here next month as well. Yeah, that's all right. And we're getting married, so you can't really say We no. never leave this place anyway. It's I either know. here or at home, so, yeah. you know, see, see you this time next week. <laughs> Welcome to You're the jungle. You're buying dinner. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> Uh, if there's a game you'd like us to look at, you can get in touch with us. Just email gaming at nakedscientists.com. That's gaming at nakedscientists.com. 